Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. I. Tell me your mind just said. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topics. Y'all better not be blocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it, 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 radio. say it, just say it, I'm so happy to have her with us and joining the D-Hour Network family, which we're so apart, proud to be a part of. Y'all, it's Say It Radio, Alter Eagle Friday. It's March 22nd, 2019. If those of you are not familiar with Say It Radio and Alter Eagle Friday, Say It Radio is a, basically a people station. We talk about everything under the sun. No topic is off limits. Your real opinions, your real questions. You're real everything. We believe in order to come up with real solutions, we got to deal with the real issues, topics, and things that are on the mind, my mind. You want to tune into tonight's discussion? You know, we got Derek J. Derek J, fabulous, queen of, of hairdressing, owner of J-Spot, co-host of what, Bravo's Fashion Queens. I'm like this bad his bad shoe game. Let me tell you, Derek J. I got so many questions. He had a movie that went out last year. I got questions on. Um, we're so happy to get him on. So tune in to talk to him. You want to tune in again? Six three no six seven six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Nicole. Yes, yes. Hello, world. Yes, yes. Girl, I'm so glad to have you part of the family. Girl, I'm so happy to be a part of this family. I can't tell you. I, you know, I've been blasting um, my uh, my little promo from D Slate, and I've been getting such a wonderful response from my friends and my associates and my family, and I'm just excited. I'm just, I, I just, I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm ready for the journey. Um, well, it's gonna be a nice one. I, you know, I can't. I, you know, I can't promise it's all gonna be smooth and sailing because you know that's how life is. But I'm glad to have you on board. Um, how was your week? My week has been great. Um, just a lot of training at work, and might I add, like I said, this is like the best job I've ever had, and. Um, I'm just excited about that. I mean, 2019, I think it's just my year. Um, so I'm just trying to live in the moment and enjoy every day as it comes. I haven't had this much peace in 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 a long time, and happiness in a long time. Oh, we so need some of that. Just, I'm just excited. I'm, I'm gonna throw some over to you. You catch you catch that vibe, please, ma'am. 
Yes, yes, ma'am. My my arms and my hands are wide open, wide open right now. This week for me went by so fast. You know, I'm a Sandy, and um, I don't know. I just you know, at one moment it was it was Monday, and I I blink and it's it's Friday. There's so many. I I I I can say I had so many Earth angels, you know, throughout the week, and just giving me, you know, a window open over here, a door open over here. So things are opening, you know. That's, that's why I, I, I say things things are opening, and um and I so receive it. So to take a bit of your 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 um your light and your calmness, I have to recognize. You know, yes, that I do. I do see the doors opening, so I, I'm grateful for that. But I also got some shit that's pissing me off. We on that um, <laughs> to vent about. <laughs> oh <laughs> Lord. Oh, okay. Where yes. do we start? I got, you know, before we get into that, um, uh, anything trending topics? I know you posted some things in the group, um, earlier. You know, any trending topics and anything in the news that caught your eye? Um, well, the whole thing, okay, this is a hot, hot topic. Um, straight off the press regarding um, Mueller um, issuing, uh, let me go to it because I do not want to misquote. Um, Mueller, uh, Special Counsel Robert Mueller has submitted the Russia, Russia investigation report to the Attorney General. So, um, I need to read up a little bit more about that, but from what I gather from this information, um, some shit finna hit the fans. So... We're going to see, um, it seems like every time something is about to go down, Trump go out of town. <laughs> so, I don't, I, <laughs> you know, I wish every time I was about to, you know, be in trouble, I can, I can be a flight risk, too, and, and run away from my problems. But, you know, I got to stand here and take them head on. But, um. That's a hot topic. That was like a big news break earlier today. But I didn't, you know, like I said I need to do a little bit more research before I can give my opinion on that. Cause I don't want to speak out of turn. Were you, you know, able to look, I, look into it? You know, I'm, it, I, you know, how oh. many reports and testimonies have been given to implicate our our president and his 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 whole entourage, what have you, and nothing has transpired. Nothing had happened. You know what I'm saying? So it's just another you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just nothing has happened. You know, so well, you I, know, even from I think they were, like, really trying to build a case. Like, they have so much on him and his team that, you know, when they when they came out, I think they want to make sure that everything is going to stick. If we, can't, we can't let him get off on a mere technicality. It, it, when they hit him with it, 
it's going to have to hit them hard and it's got to stick. So I think that's why maybe a lot of this stuff, it, it seems like nothing is happening, but I think the case has been building so that when it happens, just, it's going to happen. But what happens, okay, then he gets what, impeached? And then we have Pence as president? This is, this is, these are not solutions. Th- okay, these are well, not, I mean, we're, the, nothing we these can do are about not that. solutions. Well, here's I, you the know, thing. I just here's the thing though. Okay, we're gonna have Pence for another year and a half or so. And who's gonna vote Pence back in the office? That's the thing. So I mean, I don't think that they're that. gonna impeach. I don't think they're gonna impeach Trump. I think they're building a case for when he gets out of office. That's when he gonna get hit with it. That's my oh, prison. He he's gonna be hit. He's gonna be hit. He's gonna be the first president to after his his run as presidency to go serve prison time. I will. We hey, stranger things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was strange that he that he found his way into office. So you know, listen. It's all a, it's it's the Trump show. It's a, it's the reality show right here, in front on camera, whole, on scene, whole, and everything. Our whole country is a reality show. Our oh, yeah. whole damn country is a reality show, and that's the whole thing I want to vent about. You know, I, this is me, Miss Sandy, Say It Radio, Alter Ego Friday. Alter Ego is a is a day where you know during the whole week you think a certain thing, but you don't say it because you have to be politically correct, whether you're at work, whether you're talking to someone, whether because you want to be correct in your speaking. You don't want to offend anyone. You don't want to. You know, you don't want to do that. Alter Eagle Fridays, you get the chance to just do that. Not to say we ain't going to talk shit back to you, but feel free to, to um, spit up everything you were thinking but did not say during the week. 646-668-2574, that is the number. Yeah, I'm Miss Sandy. That's Nicole. Um, my venting, I have to, and it goes back to this whole uh, pedophile thing. I was on the internet and I saw, I saw in the state of California, an adult can marry a child, a minor child. I'm talking ten years old. An adult can marry, legally marry a ten-year-old child with a parent consent or guardian consent. Okay, mind you, in all fifty states, it is a it is illegal for a person to consume alcohol if they're not 21 years old. So if an adult threw a party and they were watching teenagers, 18, 19, 17, um, they were watching, you know, kids and they part, these kids, these teenagers partake in alcohol consumption, that adult will be, uh, will be likely going to prison or get some kind of reprimanded, you know, legal action in that way. However, in the United States of America, we allow adults to engage in sexual activities with a 15-year-old in the state of Georgia, 
we allow adults to marry children 10, year, 10 years old, no age requirement, in the state of California with a parental or guardian consent. It doesn't, and then we allow we allow our teenagers to go fight for our country at what age eighteen? We allow. This doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Why <laughs> is it that we like it, this shit is just ass backwards? Who voted these idiots into office? These idiots have their these pedophile minds. They have power to create these goddamn laws to suit their pedophile urges and, and shit. It does not make any sense. And yet, it doesn't make any sense. Y'all got to help this make sense to me. This shit does not make any sense. We got a caller, 630. You are on with Say It Radio. I'm Miss Sandy. That's Nicole, our new co-host. I'm in my venting stage. I don't understand why we got so many fucked up laws in our in, in, in our in every state. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Go ahead, Carla. What do you have to say? Is this Nicole? This is Nicole. Who is this? This is Vicky. Hi, Vicky. You know which Vicky? Hi, Vicky. Yes, <laughs> I know. My work buddy Vicky. <laughs> right. I just saw this I just saw your uh, podcast on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Yes. And, and Vicky, you're on live right now with Say yes. Radio. So you are yes. you are on live. We're in the middle of a conversation. I was, I was in the middle of a vent. And I don't know if you heard it, but I'm gonna repeat it. Um I was venting about um the laws in our in our country. Now, I just read in um, state of California, it is legal for an adult to marry a minor. Minor being ten years old, with the consent oh, of parents guardians. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then, <laughs> and then, and then in the state of in the state of Georgia, it is legal for an adult to have sex with, with a teenager that's fifteen years old. That's okay. crazy too. <laughs> well, what can you? What do you think that we can do to get these laws changed? Because um, clearly they're outdated, and they're—I mean, something has to change. So, what do I you think? There were already laws. I thought there were already laws about that. No, no, they're not. And this is no. the whole thing. That is the whole thing. Even with the R. Kelly thing, and that's going on right here in Chicago. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying R-, R. Kelly is 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 innocent and everything. He has a pedophile mindset that he likes young women, but a lot of these men, or and maybe women too, in these in these um, states that pass these laws, or these under, they have the same kind of mindset. But they get green flags, and it's okay to have that mindset and engage in sexual activity in, with a, a minor. Marry a minor, but you know when an entertainer does it, Rob Lowe, R. Kelly, Elvis, when they do it, but where then there's you know there's some what there's no balance, there's no there's no equal balance anywhere. So I, I'm I'm confused as to 
why are we throwing the book so hard at R. Kelly when it seems to be legal and justifiable in every other state? It doesn't uh, make I don't what to say. I don't know what to say about it, but it's wrong, <laughs> and it has to be taken up with the the voters have to vote, you know, to uh, raise the age, you know, the age limits and everything. Yeah, but, I but I think we're because, all kind of. I think we 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 all probably feel like our hands are tied with this because what do you do? I mean, I guess you can start a petition to get something going to to get the laws changed, but mm-hmm. you know you have to get people on board. You have to get people to care enough. See, what's going on is people only care if it affects them. If it if it doesn't affect you, then you don't really care. So that's why a lot of this stuff has been going on for so long because if it's not hitting home and it hasn't directly affected people, then they mm-hmm. can care less what's going on in the world. And that's I just, think a lot of people care. They just don't know what to do. Just like me being in Illinois, I wouldn't know what to do for, you know, someone in Georgia, you know, or California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just wouldn't know, you know, what? That's you know probably who, who to contact in Illinois. I wouldn't know. But you that's know, that's wrong. With an adult and with a minor, it's, that's wrong. Yeah. That's what we're going to do with Say Your Radio and DR Network. We're going to start posting, you know, who to contact, petitions to start, uh, to start changing these laws. Um, well, I that's think a great it's, idea. It's, it's, yeah, and that's what we're definitely going to start. So look up. Look for that information. We have our new website, uh, v-hournetwork.com. That information is going to be on um, the website and our Facebook page. We're going to promote it and just um, how to change these existing dumb laws in the in mm-hmm. these states. It's ridiculous. We it, I think it makes a no good sense. Platform to, a good platform would be Facebook and tell everybody to share because people are not aware that – that it, you know, of the laws in other states regarding minors. So, you know, putting it on Facebook and having people share it is a really good idea and who to call or contact. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, really good we are on it. We are going to get that on. We are definitely going to do that. Um, um, I'm so glad to have you on. Um, Say it radio, and I want to make sure, you know, it's, it's ultimately no holds bars. Any topic, every any topic can be discussed. Nothing is un- uncensored, off limits. Alter ego Friday is a as a sense where you're kind of build up, and you you know how you kind of censor yourself throughout the week because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. You want to be politically correct in the office you know, or at the workplace. Alter ego mm-hmm. Friday is where you get to unleash your alter ego. You can say the shit that you <laughs> have built up. <laughs> Get it off your chest, girl. Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. And our thing is, we talk about real topics and real opinions in order to get real solutions. Now, think if you uh-huh. always well, that's interact a, that's with people that, yeah. Let's yeah. see. You think about it. If you always interact with people that move like you, think like you, are you really growing? So the point is for you know different people to come together, share our real thoughts and opinions, and to come up with some real solutions. That right there for us to pinpoint who to contact to start 
real change in our laws in every state, that is something that we at Fayette Radio and DR Network, we're going to start spearheading and getting that blasted all over Facebook so we can make some changes. Cause this, That's a good this, idea. This, this, is, this, is, this is crazy. I don't like it. This is, and and I don't like them, you know, they're going so hard at R. Kelly, you know, for marrying Aaliyah well, back they, then. They but, the state of, but the state of California, hard. but the state of California, it's legal to marry a minor. Yeah, it, they should go hard on R. Kelly. You know, if if he did the things they're saying they did, they should go hard, hard on R. Kelly. But along with that, they should go hard on others, too. That's yeah, right. that's my whole point. Oh, go hard on everyone, not just this one. Right. My well, league is right. consistent across the board. Well, hopefully, that, uh, yeah. by others seeing a high-profile person uh, getting caught in, and being charged, and um, if they find them guilty, then others will look at it and you know think twice about it. But I don't. I don't think so. I think somebody who's attracted to minors is going to be attracted to minors. It's right. not going to, it may not stop them just because he gets charged, but there should be laws on the books, you know. In every state, they should be equal laws, not, you know, one thing for one state and one thing for another state. They should be equal. They should be a federal law. Boom, boom. It's mandated for all 50 states. Correct. No, no changing it. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's Look like, at that. that's like the, Look sen- that. the sentencing. <laughs> the sentencing law should be fair. You know, the same. You know, if if somebody does, uh, you know, a crime and the same another person does the same crime, uh, the sentencing should be the same. Not, um, you know, one person get twenty years for something, then somebody else does something. You know that isn't well, as with bad. That, with that, and that's where the trial has to come in because every case like that is different. The person is different. Their background is different. You know their, you know the, the their intentions. Why it happened is different. Was it defense? Was it what? You know. So I think those should be like case by case. Because um, mm-hmm. I would hate for you know anyone to judge me based on a blanket thing. Because right, but me, if you committed. If you stole a bottle of pop and I stole a bottle of pop and we went to court, both went to court, we should both get the same sentence. You know, you should, if it's a probation, we should both get probation. If it's, you know, jail, we should get both get jail. Not one person gets jailed. But what if it's the first offense? Do you understand what I'm saying? What if it's the first that? offense? So that's what I'm saying. That's what, like, if it's the first offense versus the person that they've been stealing you know, a long time okay, or they so, did okay. something that was different. Say, say it's uh, we both never did anything wrong. Then it should be the okay, same. I got, you. I got you. Yeah, you know. I got you. I got you. Say it's radio, not we equal across the board. Right. To have it equal across the board. We have, a, we have our a 917 number coming. You know, we waiting for Derek J to come on. We was waiting for him on what Friday he needs show. We waiting for Derek J nine one seven. Well, this is Derek J right here. Hey Derek J. Okay, and I didn't know nothing about Friday. I knew about today and nine twenty. That's what I knew about. I didn't know about Friday. So <laughs> this was the day that I got. So this is the day I'm calling in. 
<laughs> well, thank we you go. so much yeah. for calling in, Derek. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting on you. This is Nick. Well, well, I'm, hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? I am well, thank you. Thank you. And I and I miss Sandy. Hey, I'm Ms. a Sandy. huge fan. You well, are thank fabulous. You very much. Okay. You are just thank that fabulous. You. And those mm-hmm. those of you are not familiar with Derek J. Derek J is a co-host from. Bravo's Fashion Queens, the owner of the J Spot. I know about this movie. You got to tell us about this movie. It came out like last year, and about masculinity. And the, I just, I have so many questions about that. Your shoe game is popping. Um, <laughs> you got to get, you got to get us caught up about, you know, how you got started, you know, where you are today, and what you got, you know, coming up. Okay. We know. Um, well, well. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's, very, it's a very simple story. I'm from Toledo, Ohio, so that's why I was born and raised, all that good stuff. And it wasn't much going on in Toledo, so I had to get away from it. So the easiest thing to do that I tell all people, if you want to move from home, go to school. Which I, and that's what I did. I went to um, fashion school in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and... Everything just went crazy from there. I had a, I already had my hair like when I went to when I went to school in Atlanta, and I hooked up with the right people, and one thing led to another. I was doing music videos at first, um, assisting um, my mentor Dee Dee Wells, and then I went from there to doing print work, doing Black Men's Magazine and Upscale, and all that things when when magazines was popping. Then left from that and got on television, um, dealing with Bronner Brothers. Um, Good Hair was my first, well, Tears, Shoes, and Beauty on BETJ was my first TV appearance. When Good Hair was my um, movie debut. And everything just started rolling from there. And, you know, the Housewives became a part of my life. Um, and I was with them for nine, eight, eight or nine seasons. Um, mm-hmm. And then they had a show called Hair Battle Spectacular. And then, um, what else I have stints? I did some of the mixed things, Tomato and um, My Fair Wedding. And so I just, I've been moving around. I've been a lot of places. And Fashion Queens was my my last television endeavor. And um, I stopped that to start to work on some just more personal things to me. And that's like what you saw the documentary, um, Gay Like Me, The Masculine Man. And I was able to put that out and do that. And now I'm ready for my next venture, whatever that is. I don't know yet. <laughs> oh my gosh! You, I, I ha- look. I have. Um, you said you know if you want to make a change, just go to school. Let me tell you something. Not everybody's. Everybody's blessed to go to school, but some favor. You know, favor is not fair. But you have mm-hmm. a gift and you have a platform, and you've gotten that that light on you, and that's such a blessing. Such a blessing. I'm Miss Sandy. And um, in regard to gay like me, you mentioned there's like the, like, uh, the masculine men and um, the more feminine men. Now, personally, mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel like there's a, a, a strong elimination of masculine men. I don't know where they're going. I, I used to call the classic men the masculine men. I don't know what it yet. I don't know what is your your definition of a masculine man because I'm not seeing a lot of them asses out here. Well, the thing about it, okay, so what I what I've always said is that black people are has a very skewed 
um, ver- version of what a masculine man is. Um, if you haven't shot somebody or robbed somebody, been to jail, we think that you've got masculine, basically. And that's just, and that's like mm. the ring because I, I I deal with a lot of women, you know, in my salon, and they just come in like he like to iron his pants. You think he gay? Oh, he gonna get a manicure. You think he gay? Oh, he do this. You think he gay? So it's like if any if a man even has a thought about taking care of his, huh? Well, no, that's not. But that's not you just a man. That's just everywhere. That's just how. But that's just how women think, just in general. That women have mm. women and women and gay men just have a very. We're very hard on black men and what masculinity is. So there's a lot of masculine men out in the world. It's just that what's your definition of masculinity? And for black people, it's very, very – masculinity is a very tough thing to achieve in the black community. Like, you know, so black men can't do nothing that is perceived to be feminine, and their whole credibility is thrown out the door. You know, so I think that we, I think that as black people, we need to lighten up. Uh, we need to be able to say, you know what, a man can go get a manicure pedicure and not be considered to be feminine. Or a man can, you know, the man can, he can take care of himself more. Or a man, uh, he doesn't have to be play sports. He could like something else. Or he can do, like, you know, it's, I think that we just have such a, just a, it's just a skew, it's just really messed up for black men. Because it's like if you don't, do certain things. We have a list of check marks of what masculinity is for black men. If you don't meet all the check marks, then you're not masculine. And that's just how that's just how it rolls. And so I think that they're they're there, but I think they're very much overlooked because they don't check all of the boxes that need to be checked. They may check 18 out of 20, but since they don't check the 20, they, they are not considered masculine. That's, I that's my thought on that. I, I can I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Because don't I get it twisted. I'm yes, I wear I might I'm I wear women's clothes, I wear heels, but I know how to change the tires. I get out there, I still hold the door for a woman when she walks through the door. I know I still I have a, I'm a lot more masculine than most of these straight men out here. But I just wear women's clothes. But y'all but you would but that that could never be that could never be a um y'all could never put coincide those two together because it's like well you wear women's clothes, so you can't be masculine. It's like no, I am. I still, I'm just my tagline has years, but I'm just a boy in pumps. That's all I am. You know, I still get on my, I still get on my PS4, and I still whoop you in, in, in Mortal Kombat. I don't play Madden or nothing, but I will play video game with you. I would like, you know, I could do these all the things I do in my everyday life, but because it gets all overshadowed because I put on some heels and a kimono. Okay, you know the best. I guess you know I, I was I lived in Atlanta for about. Oh, 10 years, and I, mm-hmm. I came back to Chicago land area, and everybody was saying, you know, Sandy, you changed because, you know, I'm like a lot of the women that come in your salon, you're like, you know, I mean, I'm like looking at him as he gay, is he gay, is he gay? So, you know, not that I have a problem with gay, but, you know, I, I want, you know, I do want to be in a relationship, and I want, I'm heterosexual, I want a heterosexual man, but, right. you know, when I involve myself, you know, when I see a man, like, throw a tantrum. That to me, you throwing tantrums like my kid, or I have to son you like you one of my sons on a consistent basis. That is not. They have a problem with that. I don't see that. If I, to, you know, I, 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 I don't see that. Well, okay, and, and I, I understand what you're saying, but what, but what we where where we fail are where I where I see that we fail our black men is because 
women, y'all don't let y'all don't want men to be emotional. Y'all don't want men to share their feelings. You don't want men to do, like it's all these things that a man can't do. So he only throws a tantrum because he never was taught to know how to express his feelings in an adult manner because he could never do it as a child because it was like, oh, no, you can't do that. Hold it all in. You can't do it. So it's all these things that men are taught. So now mm-hmm. we, so, so, so essentially mm-hmm. when you get a 30-year-old man, a 40-year-old man, he's still a child because he never was taught how to, uh, to, how to articulate as an adult because he was never allowed to. So when so when he has emotions that he don't know how to express, that's all that he can. That's the only way he can express is a tantrum because he never was taught how to express them. Mm. Those are some very good points, and I think well, that's because I, see, I, as, as black women, because I do. Do you do you guys do either? You guys have sons or any children? I do. We both yeah. have yeah. boys. Okay. Both, see, so the thing yeah. is, is that you know. And not and not not say that you do it purposely or you have or if, if you have done it, it's not that you do it purposely. Anything is just that as mothers, that's what you've always taught too. You teach your sons to be strong. You teach your sons you gotta be you gotta be a man. You can't be you can't show no weakness. You can't show it. So it's all these things that. But it's okay. Sometimes men can't be strong all the time. Men can't mm-hmm. be men men can't be emotionless. Like they they're human beings. They have to be. They have they have they have all these feelings bottled up that they can't never express to nobody because they can't talk to their to their girl because she say he a punk. She can't talk to their to he can't talk to his boys because they say he a punk. So there is like so all he he has to deal with all this stuff eternally, which also was causes problems in the long run. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's, That's all true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, this is so many epiphanies, Derek J. You done broke this shit down so much. Let me tell you something, and, and I was out like, um, no, let me tell you something. Derek J. Got some fine boyfriends. I, I was one, like, I don't even know the alleged boyfriends. I've seen on, on on media takeout and on you know on Instagram, and I'm like, he got some. I was talking to my mom last week, and I was like, he got some fine. You trying to tell me to settle? Just get a, a man that's damn breathing. I said, Derek J could pull him a fine one. I'm gonna pull me a goddamn fine one. And then when you when you were saying, and then when you were saying you about your character, you would said this. You know, you know, even though I'm a you, you said even though I'm a gay man, I do hold the door open for women. I can, you know, I play. Um, was it Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, you I play PS4. Mm-hmm. PS4, you play the video games, you all about your business, you about your look. That is the makeup mm-hmm. of what I, I would think that fine man wants. And a lot of women, what we do, what, a lot of the, what, they come into your hair salon, and what I have done is just nitpick and tell, tell a man what we don't like about him. Mm-hmm. And that's wrong. Uh-huh. Y'all look at the things that that's seen. I think that what that other thing that gets me up, that upsets me, not upsets me, but it just gets on my nerves. It's like you, you said a little bit earlier, it's like, well, you're in Atlanta. It's gay men in Chicago. It's definitely in Chicago. It's just that Atlanta is mm-hmm. just a place where, it's Atlanta's a place where they can be a little bit more freer. So that's why you say, oh, my God, they're everywhere. But it's no, they're, they're in Chicago, too. You know, they in, I'm from, like I said, they in Detroit, they in D.C., they everywhere. Gay men yeah, are in Dallas. The yeah. <laughs> Atlanta is just a place where they're able to be a little bit more open. You know, that's like mm-hmm. that's like saying, that's like saying, oh, I can find me a black man in Atlanta, but you can't find a black man nowhere else. Well, no, it's just that black is more black people in Atlanta. Well, that, that, not that it's more black people in Atlanta, it's more seen in Atlanta. 
But mm-hmm. it's flexible all across the world. I mean, it's all, all across the nation. So you can find so the same issues that's being that you say that you come across in Atlanta. That's everywhere. You just chose. Mm-hmm. You just choose not to look at it because you're in a different state. It's like, oh, well, I'm in Chicago now. It ain't the same as it's Atlanta. No, it's the same. You just choose your mindset mm-hmm. just to say, oh, well, that happens in Atlanta. No, it happens everywhere. You know. Um, so yeah, I just, I just think that people. I just think that us as as a community, we just have to do better. We have to do better with our black men, and then black then black men. If we do better with our black men, then black men will know how to treat women, treat our black women better. Right. So, so I got to stun him again. I got to keep stunning. You said what? I said I have to keep stunning again. I got to be a mother. No, you don't have to. Be. No. No, you just have to have a little bit more patience because, you know, patience. okay, Derek, this is, this is Nicole. We uh-huh. as women, we we look for the man to make us whole and the man looks for, to us to make us whole, but we're so hard. It's not just the woman on the man. The men are hard. We, black people as a whole, we're hard on each other. Right. We, but that, but it all starts, it's, it's, it's from my, it's, it's just, it's a back and forth thing. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's like a power struggle, and mm-hmm. and that's why there's such a disconnect a lot of times because we're we're fighting the man for power, the man is fighting us for power. They want to be the head, we want to be the head, and it just can't be like every you know. Is we as a people we just messed up. <laughs> yeah, that, that we are, but it also. But it just takes it really takes somebody to just it really takes people to understand it and say, you know what? Yeah. I get it. And it's yeah. it, I get what's going on and it takes and the only person only thing you can change is you and people that you are responsible for. That's and if, right. if everybody instead of instead of I'm not trying to change the whole black community right now. All I can do is change me and the people I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if and if mm-hmm. everybody takes that same approach We'll slowly but surely would start to change the narrative of what our story is. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you, really you said you took a break. I mean, I'm over here. I'm taking notes. You said you, t- you had to take a break <laughs> to focus on things about you. Okay. Yes. So what about you? You, I mean, the movie Gay Like Me. I read uh, an interview that you did, and I'm over here in awe. You have me double checking some words I said to some guys and stuff like that. So I'm revamping, putting that mirror up to my face to see if I can make a change, more of a change within myself. But you taking a break, mm-hmm. and what was that break about? Or what is your break about? Where, where are you at? What's going on? Well, you know, my break was a more about, you know, when I, when, when I first came as, as, as to um, the limelight, as you say, you know, I was just focused on me. I only worried about me. I took, I made sure I was good. I made, you know, but when when I started, when social media came around, when social media is the devil, when social media came around, you know, it started to, I started to start questioning myself. I started to start doubting myself. I started trying try to like, you know, well, is that right? And then when I was working on Fashion Queens, you know, 
believe I've learned a lot from Bevy. I learned a lot from Bevy and Lawrence, but but also working with them also made me feel somewhat inadequate in certain things. So all these, so I start putting all these doubts in my mind and in my head about me, about me as a person, what I could be doing. So I had to step back and say, you know what? Let me get me right. Let me get back on that that track. I put my my blinders on where I'm just looking straight forward. Where I'm only worried about me, what I got going on. I can't worry about what everybody else going on. I can't worry about what everything else is, that's happening. I can't worry about the fakeness of social media. I can't I can't keep looking at stuff. So like if you look at my social media, I try to to only follow 130 people. If I could follow zero people, I would. But I work with a lot of people, so I can't not follow them. But I try to follow about 130 people, and there's people that that encourage me and that, that that look that I can look at and say you know what I don't I don't want to look at a whole bunch of fakeness and I know it's fake that cuz that makes you just feel mm-hmm. crazy you know so I try to just surround myself around positivity and just try to get Derek J back on track because I got lost for a second you know I was out there trying to mm-hmm. buy 5000 Chanel bags and 3000 shoes I'm like well, I don't do this like this is not my life like I, I don't like that's not what I that's not what I'm trying to do with my life. So I had to I had to kind of revamp that because I was saw myself going into a wrong direction. Self checking yourself that that is pivotal. Some people don't do that and they can't do it. Whitney mm-hmm. Houston and you know they lose their life, you know, trying to keep up whatever this image is. And um, mm-hmm. that's good that you did that. You must have had a really good foundation as far as your parents. So what is your parents and Oh yeah. Um Yeah, my, my mom my mom was a single mother. Um she got remarried mm-hmm. when she, when I was thirteen. And um mm-hmm. but it's just a very she just a she's just a hard working woman. Um she was a she was a stern woman, um, that didn't play a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was one of the hard women I was saying, you know, that that um that didn't want she to, like, I couldn't show no emotion. She wanted me to play sports. She wanted me to do all this stuff. I'm like, girl, that ain't what I do. Um, but mm-hmm. she also allowed me to be able to be me too. Um, she may not, she may not uh, uh, approved of it all, but she still allowed me to be who I was and be, be able to grow into the person I am today, which I really appreciative about. Well, I don't say this. This is me, Miss Sandy. Those of y'all just tuning in, this is Say Radio. It's Derek J. Nicole, it's our new co-host. Um, Derek J, I'm, I'm in just awe. Uh, he's more than just uh, this 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 fashion icon because I love your look. Your look is on point. Okay, Thank you. Uh, he's a co-host on Bravo's Fashion Queens. Um, Gay like me, he did that um, documentary. You guys need to check that out. Um, but also, I want to um, say that. Um, you guys go check him out on his Instagram too. So they put your Instagram. So for our audience, what's your Instagram? Oh, it's Derek J Hair. It's very easy. D E R E K J Hair. Derek, J, let me tell you, he you own everything. So you know, in the moments like even when I feel insecure, like I'll be like, ooh. I'm on this natural hair journey now. Oh, I've gained some weight or this and this and that. I went to your um, Instagram page, and I said, this motherfucker, he owns it. You know what I'm saying? He is rocking it. And he, is, he, is just, he is just owning it. 
and I and I just love it. And I'm just well, and that kind of, that fuels me. That fuels me. That helps to fuel me. And also, I was you know, I'm like, he, he pulled some nice ass looking men too. I said, you know what? <laughs> All right, Miss Sandy, set the game. Well, so let, me, okay. let me let me tell y'all about that. Let me tell you that situation. Most of you are my friends. They're not. They 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 just. Anytime I take a picture with a man that's nice looking, they swear it's my boyfriend. A lot of these, like, y'all never really uh, seen my boyfriend. All these men that y'all see mm-hmm. are my friends, really. Like, my boyfriend, y'all, that I've ne- y'all never seen a picture of my boyfriend. But all the guys that they say are my boy, these are just my friends. These, are, I just have a lot of good looking friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read somewhere that you do not have sex. You're like, uh-uh. you don't have sex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then this is. This, like, explain this, explain this to me, because this so, is like, uh, like, go ahead. Okay, so what I think, so what, so by that situation, and not, not that I don't have sex, I haven't. So the thing is, is that with that situation, my mother was all, my mother was very much um, a thing about, she basically always said to me that you're reflecting me, you're reflecting me, you're reflecting me, you're reflecting me. So... I never wanted to do because she's a police officer back home, so I never wanted to do anything to bring any bad light to me, which will bring bad light to her. Not saying that being gay or having sex is that, but I never wanted to have nobody say nothing about me. So that was when I was in Toledo. I left Toledo when I was 18. I moved to Atlanta, so now I'm in this new place. I know nothing about this place. I'm not about to be out here being no 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 hoe in this new place. So then that, so I was going to school and I got into my career and my career was a very fast track, you know? So I was, like I said, I was in school. The next thing I know I was doing music videos and I was flying across the country and doing these things. And it was a lot, I had a lot going on and I left from that and I was Mm -hmm. doing all this, doing all these uh, photo shoots and I left from that and I was doing hair shows and I left from that and I was on TV. And the next thing you know, I was 30 and it was just like, well, damn, I'm too old to be a hoe now. So, you know, so, now and then I really never dated so I didn't have I never had time to date in my career so I just didn't want to meet up and just have random sex then I was scared of STDs mm-hmm. I didn't want to be out here just just get with somebody and then next thing you know I got an STD now that's whack um you know so mm-hmm. it, was a lot, it was a lot of things that kind of went into it and then you can't miss nothing that you never had so I wasn't out here yearning for nothing so you know, so it was just, so it just kind of happened that way. It's not that I didn't, it's not that I haven't been approached to have sex, not that I couldn't, have, I, mean, I could have sex if I wanted to, but it was just like, to me, it was like, for what? Like, to be just randomly having sex with people, that don't make no sense. Like, you know, a lot, no, I mean, I I'm totally, sure a lot of people out here having sex regret the fact that they're having all these sexual these therapy because it's like, why did I do all this? It didn't make right. no sense. Right. I totally understand. I totally agree with that because I've been celibate for a while, but you're in some change now. So it's, yeah, I totally understand that. You know, personally, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I was always wondering, you know, there's why there isn't, I'm glad you're keeping your private life and your, your boyfriend away from the limelight and away from social media. Because uh, I think I would do the same too, but I'm single. I haven't met, you know, one to do that. But anyway, um, but I want to see on, I don't know if you guys would ever want to do this, but it would be nice to see a, a black gay couple that is that is committed to each other and, you know, doing that union, family union. You know, I see a lot of that. Like I've watched um, Millionaire Listening, Million Dollar Listening, New York, 
Mm-hmm. And you know the they're 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 doing they're the gay couple. Then they got adopted the kid, and they're they're striving, they're committed in a relationship. You know, I'm like, you see these couples. I don't see any gay black couples doing the same thing. When I see, you know, that on the, on TV, it's like drama, cheating, and all this other stuff. Like, well, that's because that's what you yeah. want to see. You know what I'm saying? Like you say, you say that. So the thing about so we got to talk about. We have to talk about mass media and, and the and the masses. The mass, and so in your mind, you say, "I want to see this gay black couple. And I want to root for them." But do you really? No, no, they really don't. When you see a gay black couple that's successful and have a family and doing good, the first thing that come out of the black woman's mouth, "Oh, see, look at him taking another one of our men. Look at him. They too good. I can, that's somebody I would see, take." You, so that's the point. To you can't home. worry about. You can't. But the thing is, we no, can't no, no. worry about what other people think, think or what say. Saying, if that's from, what it is, a man, then showcase. But from a television, but from a television standpoint, black women are. Black people are the most watchers of television, right? Mm-hmm. They can't, so the you critical. can't upset them. <laughs> so yeah, so you as long as so yeah, so okay. They said they said so much about um, we tired of seeing black women on TV fighting. We tired of seeing black women, on, you know, all this other stuff. So Oprah did a show where it was just all these black girls that was doing that wasn't fighting. It it lasted six episodes and it got canceled because nobody was watching it because it was boring. Nobody wants to watch. Well, the writing Nobody was horrible. I saw that. No, the writing, the writing was horrible. I get it. A but couple y'all, can but have. But the thing is, is the. But but think about listen. I get it. Y'all, the writing might have been horrible, but the thing about it is that that was a reality show. It was a reality show that was it was um something in heels or something. I forgot what it was. But it was on own. Uh, but it was a, it was a reality show, and the thing about it is that I just if you say. If you say that's what y'all want to see, when y'all see it, you have to give it a chance. If y'all don't watch it and y'all complain about it, it gets taken off. Okay, that's what like that's all it family. is. The modern that family, is true. They have a gay couple, and they well listen. The modern family have they have a gay couple. They go through trials and tribulations of a regular couple, no matter what their gender is. Right. So they're but. That is what you know. If if the, the damn show has to be scripted, it needs to be scripted, and then it needs to be, um, you know, just to put back that positive energy. We used to have those positive positive energies um, back in the you know the '90s with the Cosby Show, different worlds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If we have to implement a scripted, maybe a scripted, not a reality, a scripted, you know, show like The Modern Family, but a spinoff and have you know, different races and cultures and stuff like that, you know, into the show to pull, you know, you're going to have your, your life challenges as you do if you have, you know, you're in a relationship or you have kids or you're at your workplace, those life challenges that happen, but, you know, more tailored to that individual, whether they're gay, they're um, in a, bi, you know, um, racial gay relationship or whatever the case is. I just want to see more positive Things. We keep the ratchet shit on there because that that's you know that brings ratings. But let's intertwine that other, you know, maybe a scripted. Well, why? Wow. So they so can be scrutinized. They're gonna be they're good. They're gonna be scrutinized. You can't win for losing. You can't win for losing. So you gotta think about it, especially with television. Television is about money. And you gotta try. But what I'm gonna say is they have tried. But they no, they have tried. Let me tell you, let me just let's be I want let me really frank and upfront with you. 
first of all, mm-hmm. black women are not ready to see a attractive black man that they can see themselves dating on television with another gay man. That's get why. your life. Let me That's tell you. I get facts. your life. You wrong. Let me tell you something. I watched this one porno. Uh, <laughs> you These two. I watched this porno like a dozen times. That's a okay? porno, That's not. We talk about. We talk about. So it was two power We, we, we talking about mass television, sweetie. Hold, <laughs> hold on, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> let me let me say this. Sandy, I'm going to give you no, an example. No, I'm, not, not I'm a, This is Nicole. Hold on, hold on. I'm reclaiming my time. Let me reclaim some time yes. here. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> just for example, um, um, Empire. Let's, let's, let's discuss mm-hmm. Empire for a quick second. Now, Empire, when it first came out, everybody was watching it, right? So mm-hmm. it seems like Lee Daniels, he slowly but surely built up more and more um, homosexual relationships on his show. Mm-hmm. So yes. as a result of that, a lot of people stopped watching. And like Derrick J just said, because you, I could, it was a guy on there and he ended up being Jesse's boyfriend. I was like, oh, hell no. And after mm-hmm. that, I was like, okay, this is too much. I don't want to see that because let's just be clear. America could watch two women kiss, but America don't want to see two men kissing on regular TV. Two black men especially. So, I mean... I get where he's coming from. I mean, that's your fantasy of what you want to see. Keep on watching the porno and watch that shit on YouTube. But on on national television, America don't want to see that. And that's just that's unfortunate. With the empire, it's not that I I I just it became. It's not that they don't want to see it because we do want to see it, but it shouldn't. It should be measured. In there, equally. I mean, in a you know, in a in a but a it's not mix, equal. A, that's the problem. But it's not, not America. Let me tell you. So let me we, let me just put let me just give you a, let me just give you a pure a great example. If that was the case, think about think about the journey of the black gay man on television, right? Mm-hmm. The black gay the first that's that not the first but. For my my first recollection recollection of a black gay man on television was RuPaul, and that was mm-hmm. a man that dresses a beautiful woman. We kind of still mm-hmm. that, okay, right? So then mm-hmm. now we move from RuPaul to honestly, um, hell, after Ru after RuPaul, it, it, RuPaul was the only one for the longest time until we had little spurts of things. Then we had Karama on Real World. Uh-huh. And Karamo, Karamo didn't do. He's just Karamo, You think about Karamo was on Real World way back in the day as a black gay uh-huh. man. Uh-huh. But think about he's you know, just now back resurfacing. Uh, but he had to resurface in a whole new white arena because black people weren't checking for it. That's right. Because Karamo you know, is a ni- Karamo is a nice looking black man that women can be attracted to and see themselves being with. Now, not saying that I'm not attractive, not saying that women won't be able to attract me, but I'm a black man dressing women's clothes. Lawrence was a black man that dressed in women's clothes. Um, the white was a black man that was very extravagant and just very fabulous in his own right. We are gays that y'all can accept. We are gays that y'all can stomach. 
because it's like, oh, child, he gay. We know he gay. We can see that he gay. So we are, we're okay. But when y'all see a man that y'all can't tell that's gay, that can pass as a straight man, that bothers people. That bothers women because nope, now they nope, feel like, would nope. you be at the L? There, Jay, let me tell you something. Yes. You just proved my point, okay? You said the first gay man you saw was RuPaul. And then you stumble right. about the second game. Okay, let me tell you something. That means there's a, there's a void, okay? There's a void. We know. I'm Nicole, not, I'm not no, you on that. Nicole, you brought up Empire. You brought up Empire. And everybody was like, that was on board. And, you know, and, and it was great. I think the the whole, you know, um, Jesse Smollett uh, character, you know, it's, it started giving giving too much because that's not what the foundation of the show was about. Had the foundation of the show been about Jesse Smollett's life and his character, we would have prepared ourselves to understand this is what the show is about. So, he, you know, Lee Daniels needs to change that. But as far as there um, not being a window for uh, – a TV show. It could be on HBO. It could be on Showtime. It could be on Star. What did you did but you watch Noah's Ark? I did have one on HBO. There was one. Wasn't did you there? watch did, did you watch Noah's Ark? I did not. No. no. Well, I need you to watch Noah's Ark. <laughs> it's an all black okay. cast for, for a black a black gay man. That's a brown. It's, it, mm-hmm. it's like, it was like our it was our Sex in the City gay black man. It's a cult. It's a what basically a cult what favorite. It had a couple of things. Uh, it was on Logo. Um, I mean, it's, it's not on anymore. But because once again, it wasn't on anymore because people. I'm trying to tell you. So you live. You're live. You're looking at this. You're looking at this situation through a woman's eye. So uh-huh. in your mm-hmm. mind, you're like, I hear what you're saying, but no, that doesn't make any sense. Well, because you don't live it. You know. Think about. Mm-hmm. Think about. Just think about black people on television. But in it's general. a promotion. But it could be the marketing behind that too. Because if, well, no, if but, you well, have a about, show well, think, no, and it's mar- not marketed and people don't know about it, you're not going to get views. Okay, well let me tell you, let me ask you this. Let's take the gay out of it. Let's just talk about black. So let's just talk mm-hmm. about black women on television, right? There has not mm-hmm. been a, there has not been a powerful black woman on television without any type of scandal. You know, like as 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 their white counterparts, okay? Like even like when they came out with, um, what's the, what's the one that um Carrie Washington was on? Black Scandal. So yes, she was this powerful black woman and thing, but then but I, she was a jump off because she was the man's mistress. Then you have how to get away with murder, the lady killing people. Like it's like it's no, there's no, there's no been a, there's not happened a show like a Will and Grace type of show that a black woman has led without having some type of not her not being ghetto, her not be just being a nice, funny lady having a good time. I mean, we're just now getting it with um, Tracy Ellis Ross on Blackish, and how, well, it's twenty Blackish. it's twenty nineteen. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just black gay people. It's not just black. It's just black people in general. You know, right. there's not have been there's not been a there's not been a, a show there has not been a, a show on television with a black man. We had a black president. It still ain't been a show where a black president has ran a, like been on the show. And as a run and been successful. Oh, successful. So it's just okay, not just black gay men. It's about black people in general. Right. We 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 get pigeonholed into it, it, we get pigeonholed into a situation, and they keep us there. The only way that we can change that once again is that the powers that be have to say no. 
this is what this is going to be, and we're going to make this work. We all have to get together because there's a void, and the, and and it's and I see no, there's a, a need. Void. Y'all tell me, yeah, it's a void, and it needs to get filled. It needs oh, to get I'm filled. Not. I think with the scripted, it needs to be with the scripted, and I I and I wanted and it needs to be filled with a black and not just a black cast, but a multiracial cast of. Uh, um, with people that we haven't seen before, you know, I don't do not want to see the whole classic black actors in 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 this um, this sitcom or whatever. And and I, I do want to see um, positive relationships. Not to say that they're not going to have their issues, but even I want them to have their issues. But I want to I want I'm more concerned about the bounce back. How was your bounce back? Because we all hit rock bottom, rock bottom. And um, so we some need you to we need you to become that. a a TV exec, and so you can start green lighting this stuff. <laughs> right. There you go. Let's believe me, I'm sure. <laughs> right. I'm sure you're not the only. You're not the only one that has these thoughts. You're not the only one that has these feelings. It's probably there are scripts on people that 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 have all this stuff. There are probably things they shot pilots for that that does have all these scenes. But at the end of the day, TV is a numbers game, and if if, the, if they not if they don't feel it's gonna bring the numbers, it's not gonna be shown. They're not gonna be given a chance. So. That's just what even with even think about even with the success of Empire and V Daniels, all his gay relationships, they still ain't Fox still ain't um green lit no more gay shows. That. No no gay show. <laughs> well they'd have a green lit a gay yeah. show. Like you know what I'm saying, like they he um what's his name? Lee Daniels showed that it works and that it can work. But it is but a show hasn't been green lit with a gay cast. Or with a with a with a gay main person, so it's, so with that that just shows you there that it's not ready yet. It may be yes, it may be needed, but it's still it's just not ready yet. And you know, and and, and being a person of a minority, being black um, and gay, you just understand like, hey, this just ain't our time yet. It's gonna come, just not yet. That I agree that. with you so much. There, I really thank you for being on the show. I mean, I've never heard my. You have you have shed a lot of light on um, on the gay community, the black community. um, (laughs) That I mean, I mean, really, because you know, you just broke it down in a way where it was like, okay, yeah, you know what, that makes sense. I do do that, but now I understand. You know, so. We, I just really thank you for being on the show and bringing it home for us and, and just it's really no breaking problem. it down. Yeah. And so you're, you're still, your next move is you don't know or you, well, you, you yeah, right keep it under wraps. Writing, well, no, not keep it under wraps. Right now I'm behind the scenes. So I work behind uh-huh. the scenes. So I'm working on Tales um, for BET with Irv Gotti. So I'm working on his project. Okay. But I do, I've, I do the creative looks of the project, so I do the hair on the project. Um, oh. And we're getting ready to go into Saints and Sinners season four, um, and I'm the lead hair person on that. So I've been working a lot behind the scenes. I still have my salon in Atlanta, um, and I still just do I do my hair show things. I'll be in New Orleans this next weekend for Bronner Brothers. So I'm still around. It's just the TV thing I had to step back from. But I'm going to be back on television um, soon. It's going to happen soon. Okay. Okay, okay. Sandy. And how can everybody, you know, how can everybody stalk you? Where can they stalk you at? On social media. Just on my social media, honey, and I only post once a week on Mondays. 
So that's what you're going, that's all you're going to get. <laughs> I don't got time to have that Christmas. I post every Monday. <laughs> and that's what, that's what you get for the week. I might post some stuff on my stories. I may go a little live on y'all. But for the most part, it's on Monday because I don't want that to kind of, I don't want social media to uh, run my life. So I try to keep that very under control and on a schedule. But on a, on a control, under control and on a schedule, I get that. You are mm-hmm. a part of the D-Hour Network family. And I'm so, I'm like, you coming on and being on state radio with me, Miss Sandy and Nicole, let me tell you something. I'm over here. You think I'm lying. I'm taking notes. I'm looking and reflecting on myself. <laughs> Y'all, uh, Jerry J has broke down some really pivotal things, me as a black woman, and, you know, and how, you know, sometimes, a, you know, we overly criticize a black man. And, and and we don't need to do that. You yeah, know, just give him a break, so y'all. Let's 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 tighten <laughs> up. You know, just because he's manicured, he doesn't do doesn't mean he's automatically gay. You know what I'm saying? Get to, like get to know him as an individual. Get to know him as a mm-hmm. person. You know, mm-hmm. and you know, I mentioned you know like. And and Derry J say just the the cute the cuties he be taking pictures with that's not his boyfriend and not to say that I'm just looking for uh, some arm candy some eye candy because that's that's not it your character who you are as a person that is vital and that is that that keeps my attention you know I'm all I, I love me some eye candy like I thought I watched the power I, mean, I do that, too um, video. I watched the power <laughs> time Lord Jesus I was like what what. <laughs> I just couldn't take my eyes off of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you saw that me. you really enjoyed. I'm not judging. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> well, we got the phone. You can just you DM me the name of that the name of that video so I can watch it too. So I'm talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you how I got to it. I got to it. It was a, it was I was I was on Facebook and it was said they, at first it said Stevie J you know in a gay porno. So I clicked on it, and it was some point, some guy that looked like CVJ, wasn't CVJ. And the whole thing, they played this one-on-one basketball. They played this one-on-one basketball. <laughs> I don't know if y'all understand. They played this one-on-one basketball. Whoever won the game had to be the bottom. So, um, y'all know if y'all I'm know. I'm mad at you. Show, you talk- I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here I'm holding my saying, head up. <laughs> look, 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 we got some calls coming in. Let me, like, let me just bring you, bring them on uh, before you get off there, Jay. You know, we do not screen any calls. This is uncensored. If you want to introduce yourself, you want to, you know, name yourself a fake name, then do that. It's a save radio. You're on 402. What you got to say? Oh, it is Dragon Slayer. Four is out. <laughs> Okay, yo, Dragon Slayer, he's actually a part of the D Hour Network too. Um, we, you know, with Derek J. I have, um, yeah. again, you you have enlightened me, and I'm so grateful. We bought the um. Oh wait, Instagram, Facebook, you you on Facebook at all? Twitter? See, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on, I'm on it's Derek J. Here across the board. Derek J. Here on everything. Oh, it's on okay. Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's on. Everything. Okay. There you go. There you go. So you know what? This you know, um 
Thank you very much. I got to do some it's revamping no and work on my uh, mindset. <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on. You are a, a member of our family. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's what's up. Y'all, let's get into some music. You too. Thank you. Let's get into some music. We got Dragon Slayer. He's going to probe us with his question of the night to get our uh, thought process going. In the meantime, let's get into some, um, ooh, let's get into some the internet special affairs.
Super fly for the Dumbo. Plenty slides like a shuffle. Hit the cadence on my yuppie. I became Billy Ocean. About the old home with the casing. Let my sippers at the function. It's hard to run a Gucci slide. She got that you said you didn't have a husband. I'ma serve no cuckoo. Jackie Chan, no travel. Can't clean it with the beat. Blood dripping from the cutthroat. No, Lord, not me. I can never be the one you want to serve for. Money, money, the machine. Guns for the bell, got my soul. All my pieces times that I was broke. Acting like a 9-11 folks. Matt back, lick it clean. I'm a local, cooking up canard, yeah. waiting for the antidote, uh. running out of time, patience in the dinner, penny ho. Bro, you're not the apartment. I don't do that. You're my first, you're going to get that. Who's going to get that? Stay up, fuck out of here. One in the hand, one in the bag, brother. One in the hand, one in the bag, brother. Look at your cash, look at your cash, brother. Look at your cash, look at your cash. He should too. 
And if other people can't get away with it, he should not. He should not get away with it as well. So it needs to be consistent across the board, across the country. We had Derek J on. He was, let me tell you something, Derek J, just a fashionista. You know, this man is 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 glam from head to toe. And just, you know, and then a real down-to-earth person. That's what I really, you know, I, I gathered from him. And um, just, you know, just enlightenment, you know, he helped open my eyes to to see and what you know logically I know you know black men you know maybe you know we as black women because I'm a black woman we're overly critical about our black men we're always looking to criticize maybe I'm always looking to criticize or find fault um, instead of looking at um, him as an individual him as a person I've been guilty for not doing that. So I thank you, Derek J., for pointing that out. Um, and then, you know, next we have our Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer, he is going to, you know, give us some, some, some questions that tend to, you know, spark the thought process and probably irk my mind sometimes. But <laughs> that's what we do on Save Radio, Alter Ego Friday. Um, Dragon Slayer. Hello, women of, how you doing? Hello, women of Fayette Radio. How are y'all doing? We're blessed and highly favored. Oh, how are you too. today? Amazing, as always. As always. Uh, as always. <clears throat> well, my question for the day is, it's all according to personal preference. So the question is, which is more impactful or powerful to you when it comes to someone uh, that's object of your desire, would it be love without financial security or security without love? Which one Uh, is more uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) important? You want to chime into the discussion? Please do so by calling 646-668-2574. What's the question again? It's irking my, my nerves right now. Go ahead. The, the, the question for today is, which is more powerful to you, love without financial security or financial security without love? Okay. So, Nicole coming out, tag me in, Coach. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say that love without the financial security, I'll take that. You know why? Because we can build that security together with the love that we have. So Uh because if you just have the security and you don't have the love, it's like you're being bought. But if you have the love and you build the security, to me, that creates the bond, that creates the foundation. And it, it's always good when you can build and you can get out there and get it together. So I'm going to take the love first over the financial security. Yeah, that's All right. Miss <laughs> Sandy, Miss Sandy. You I'm, up? You up? The yes, I'm glad you asked. I'm gonna take the financial security over love. I'm gonna take the financial security over love because I've never been in love. And it's like you know, our new family member Derek J said, "You can't miss what you never had." So I've never been in love. 
so I and then I you know and I see love falling apart all the time. I see love, I see love. You know, people claiming to be in love at one minute, they are deadly enemies the next minute. So, and I also see that people that once were in love and married get a divorce, but still maintain a a, a successful business relationship in a prosperous business. So personally, as of right now, yeah, I'm going to take the financial security over love. We can build <laughs> various companies together and um, and be great friends, but the whole in love thing and stuff like that, you know, miss me with that. I, I, I've never experienced it. You know, I have Within never seen so- it. Successfully, so you said so that's my that's my that's my question. So you're going to have a business relationship, basically, because this is this is going to be a relationship built on business that you hope to grow into the love. Anybody said hope to nothing. I just told you. You understand? Anybody say hope to shit? I said. No, said, I, I can't miss what I never had. You know what I'm saying? The whole love thing. And then, you know, that causes me to, you know, you know, open Be up vulnerable. and tap into shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to tap into right now. I don't have a need to tap into it. I haven't met a man to want me to tap in, that I want to tap into. Hey, hey, hey. So we just had a whole segment I, with Derrick J. Don't start that. Don't start that. I'm just saying, the he question just, was to me, what was the question, Dragon Slayer? What was the question again? Which is more powerful or impactful to you? Is it love without financial security or financial security without love? Financial security without love, period. Okay. Yes. Okay. Dragon Slayer, let us Here's know. The situation. Here's the situation. Everything, what's most prominent with most women is security. And people define security in different ways. Some people define security emotionally. Some people define security as financially. And so if you're emotionally unavailable, financially comes in play. But the one constant Mm -hmm. is security. If you define security as an emotional connection, thereby being love, then that's most prominent because there's two different perspectives. Uh, We can accomplish the world if I love you. And then there's the other aspect is I can grow to love you if I'm financially secure. So Uh there is a dichotomy between the both. And so it's like two different paths getting to the same destination. That's what the responsive says on the post. What do you say? Thoughts? You know, I mean, I said mine. You know, know, and it's not that, you know, I just, when I was younger, I used to believe in love and, you know, being in love. But what I see now, I I watched Wife Swap. I I caught an episode of Wife Swap. And I don't know if you guys ever seen that show, but um, where two women, they change households, become the wife um, role model in a different household. And um, in this one episode, I think it was Rico Suave, you know, his wife, and um, Lisa Leslie, you know, they had to, you know, have their – their husband's meal, their kids' meals on the table, 
at 6.30. You had to cook. You couldn't you no know, order out. You had to cook for everybody. You had to clean up after everybody. There's a whole lot of rules and tasks and shit like that. Um, I would have went crazy. I'm mean, like, there's no way I would have, you know, endured none of that. And then, you know, then I started to think, you know, maybe there's somebody for everybody. But when I think about me and the kind of woman I am, I'm, I'm a very strong woman, and I'm very strong. I have a strong opinions, and I'm, you know, I don't. And then the men that are out here that I've met, I can't. I have not met all the men, but the men that I've interacted with, they. We 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 disconnect because there's something about me they don't like. I I need to be more soft. I mean, then I'm not. If I can't be Sandy, I'm, I we're not. You're not for me. I'm not for you. So I haven't met a man that is not intimidated by me, not trying to come up to me, trying to figure out what's wrong with me so I can change you. But yet we can just. I haven't met him, so I'm starting to think he doesn't exist. So, but I meet a lot of cool. <laughs> Guys, you know, I meet a lot of cool guys that I think are cool. I meet a lot of guys that I think are, they are attractive. Um, and they could be fuckable. Um, but I don't, haven't met one that really stimulates me to say, oh, my gosh, I want to be with him for the rest of my life. I want, I need to have him. Like, I don't understand what that looks like. <laughs> so. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what our callers have to say. We have any callers online? Right now, you know what? You know, it's so ironic with Say Radio. Our organic listeners and everything—they're very high. But the callers—they, I don't know—are scared to call in. I don't know what that's about. But y'all can call in six four six 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 eight two five seven four. You know, give a leeway. Say what's on your mind. Say your chest. I mean. I'm here to learn. You know, we're all here to learn and to evaluate and to, you know, come up with some, ultimately, some good solutions. We're open book. Yeah. So as of right now, no, we don't have any callers on the board. All right. Check come, on, callers. come on, y'all. We know y'all listening. Get it off but your chest. This should be get it off your chest. What is your personal opinion about the whole finances versus love scenario? Given that, you know, you got people that, ooh, I love you, I love you, then they go, they cheating through the hard way behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't – do you believe in love? Do you not? I'd like to add that if we look at the reason why people get divorced, what is what is the top reason? Finances. It's usually finance, finances because that's not together. And, you know, you can go into love. It may drive you or sustain you through a relationship to a certain point, but there's a breaking point when the finances break down or not there and the lights are out. You can't take all of that love and pay the bills or, you know, realize some dreams. And so, you know, people do fall out of, out of love, or if you say that, people definitely get a divorce um, because of the emotional and the miscommunication that exists between the two. But finance is amongst the top why people are divorcing nowadays. And, and maybe, Sandy, you met a lot of people that were cool, and maybe you're just sabotaging the relationship because you don't want to be uh, vulnerable or emotionally available. 
You want to keep your distance. And so, you know, uh, you want to be free. Light bulb. Go ahead. Light bulb. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, tell me what you're thinking. No, when you said that, and me knowing my friend, that sounds about right. No, I'm going to tell you what was wrong with me. Okay, and I think, and Derek J, he, he, it, it, it was a light bulb too. When he said that he went, that he plays the video games, he does, you know, you know, and and more so, I think I didn't really take the time out to get to know, you know, that guy as a person. You know what I'm saying? Just as a person, his his ups, his downs, you know. Um, and then, you know, when I try to get to know a guy, you know, as a person, then I get a brick wall. So if I get a brick wall, I'm not going to sit here and try to penetrate, penetrate if you don't want me to get to know you. So if you don't want me to get to know you, I'm dipping out. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm good on the trips. I'm good on the stuff. You know, I'm good on that. So it's pointless. So because for me, I need some mental, a mental stimulation. So back in the day when Nicole was trying to say light bulb, you know, no, I, I wasn't really trying to connect with them, you know, on a, a, a real human-type nature. And I feel... Um, I don't know why. I don't even understand why I didn't do that. But today, because you know, I do I want to connect with. Well, let me let me tell you. You're going to have to be vulnerable. You cannot be resistant to being available emotionally. It's just that's not going to happen. And so what happens is sometimes people in these particular conditions, they associate love with pain. It's synonymous. And so you give a token effort. You don't work through it. It's like, listen. I'm not going to be going through all of that, as you said, and I'm just going to find my own way, be settled with my own path, and I don't want to have to work. I mean, I just want to like you, remain distant. We can be cool on certain things, but I'm not going to be available to just open up my inner core. And I, I mentioned a long time ago that when people see uh, a Miss Sandy's roar, I instinctively know that there's a pussycat behind all of that. Anytime you oh, have a pussy cat. I don't understand what he's talking about. But we got a call on. We got a call on two one four State Radio. I'm Miss Sandy, Dragon Slayer. Just called me a pussy cat thinking I got I don't know some type of thing. I don't know what he's talking about. Nicole, she's I'll, our new co host. Two one four, you're on State Radio. What you gotta say? Hello? Yes, Hello. Two one four. Yeah, this Go ahead. Is, I, yeah, nah. First, Miss Sandy, to all due respect, <laughs> you sound like a flight risk already. So it's gonna be hard for a guy to really want to just, you know. I mean, it, it'll be great to to meet someone, you know, such as yourself, because you you know you you got the personality. But already, it's just like when when meeting someone like you, you sound like it'll. Be, you know, you give a guy that attention to be a, a flight risk. But back to the topic, um, love builds a foundation for the finances. You understand? So if you have the love, then you can bring the you, – you can come together – and, and build those finances if you have the trust there. So, so I rather have I rather have the love 
versus trying to assume if if it's going to be a partnership, if the partnership is going to work. But if you got that love there, you can build anything together, you know? You know, I, I agree. I, but, you know, the way I disagree with that, because, like, sometimes, like, you think of a relationship. Not always, like, if I'm thinking myself in a relationship, I don't want – sometimes I want to talk to him as my friend or my – I don't want you to look at me as your lover or you're someone you're in love with. I, I got questions I want, like – like that different mindset. Like I want you to turn to a different click in your mind to get me that. Um, and and it and but, but I just I just see friends. so many relationships you have to be fail. In your relationship. You have to be friends in your relationship. That's that's part of the love. That's part of the investment. And once you have that friendship, that that way you understand one another. And 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 I mean that's what I'm saying. That, the, the investment. It's not all about the, the 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 money side. The investment is is what you have it with one another. You understand what I'm saying? Not yet. No, not at all. I agree. When you invest that love into one another, then the thing is, it stops all the complications of all the disagreements. I mean, you're not going to always agree, but you're not going to always disagree. So the thing is, you will learn to 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 see those things um, that may come up like. Or disagreements, shall I say? You 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 you'll be able to see those things before they happen. And if you if you don't have that complication in the relationship where that love overtakes all, then you can build. But when you when you already are second guessing the love, then the thing is you make it all about finances. Then that's not going to last. But when you build that love, that love is built to last. But finances, you know, I mean, we're going to be oh, it's right now. Now, let me tell you something. That is so wrong because there's a show. There's a show on, oh, I forgot what it's called. Oh, but it's there's, Sandy. Um, Huntsville, Huntsville. The Huntsville, there's these you three black couples. On TV. Right? One black couple. You watch too much no. TV. Listen, I'm just reflecting, I'm reflecting on, on, the, on the show. I'm reflecting on the show because there's a black couple. They're married, and they weren't. They were in love at one point, and he cheated on her for two years. But they have a very successful um, company together. And it seems like like they disconnected as far as their relationship, but they're connected with their, their business. Yes, that's a TV show. Not that I watch. I do watch TV. I'm not saying that. But also in my real life, I have not seen, I have not seen um, one successful Love relationship, not with, I but have not is, seen it, but I have but seen selfishness because the thing very is, solid business relationship. But you have to, you have to, when you, when you, when you base it off of love, the thing is, you have to say how much are you willing to give up of yourself when you're looking at a, a significant other or our spouse. See, the thing is, we all can be selfish in our own ways, but the thing is, in order to build anything. To build that trust, you got to say, how much am I willing to give up to make the other one happy? So when you, you have that agreement with one another, say, you know what, I'm having a selfish moment, all those things become minimum and small. So the thing is, the relationship becomes bigger. So the thing is, when those things become so small and minimum in your life, then when you're talking about balancing books, when you're talking about the real financial money currency side of it, and the thing is, you already have a rapport with one another as far as investing. 
the major investment was the love. So when you start building an empire together, you already know those things that tick each other off. So the thing is, it's like when you have a disagreement about finances, you already can say, hey, let's step back from this. So what's the best way to invest in this? Because the thing is, what's still on the line is your your, your relationship and your marriage or whatever it is. You understand what I'm saying? Am I making sense to you? So, okay, let me let me give it to you, girl. Let me give it to you. Wait, hold on, caller. So let me give it to you and girl talk, right? So, okay. In order to, I'm gonna go back to the whole thing of law law of attraction. You're emotionally unavailable, therefore you attract emotionally unavailable men. Exactly. Law of attraction. That's what's going on with you. You don't want to give so much of yourself, therefore you're attracting the same type of men that you are of the but to to my... match the woman that you are and then go back to the relationship thing. That's In relationships Hold on, Carla. The friendship usually is the base of the relationship. And it's like I've been saying for probably like the past three weeks or so that we've been talking about relationships, we're we're microwaving. We're microwaving these relationships. We're not building our friendship and our foundation, and we're not getting to know our mate or whomever we're dealing with, and that's right. why we're having so many issues. So for you to be able to say, I'd rather have the investment, um, the finances over the love, because you don't microwave your way into the business side instead of taking your time to crockpot your relationship. It's a slow cook like you have to take your time to get to know a person and personally I don't want to jump right into business with a person that I don't really know and so moving forward as I venture into a relationship I don't want to jump into a relationship with another person that I didn't take my time to get to know so yes go ahead Go ahead, finish. Go ahead, finish. So, basically, what he's saying is you have to invest in taking your time to get to know, to build that relationship, to build that foundation, to build your way up to what it is that you really want. It takes time. You're not going to get no ready-made perfect relationship. You're not going to get no ready-made perfect business. You're going to go through a lot of trials and tribulations with building your become successful, and it's the same way with relationships. You have to put in the work in order to make all of it work. And 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 I know like you know I know that you have not seen a lot of successful relationships. However, the things that you see on television are the things that they want you to see. You don't they're showing you the good part. You don't get to see all of the bad stuff. No, I so, get that. No, I, no, I, don't I know that. I'm not twelve. I'm not twelve. I, I get all I that. know. I know but the question was for me, what's what that I took the question that I, I would rather have 
you know, as Dragon Slayer's question, well, I took it, would you rather have the love over the finances or finances over the love? I said I would rather have the finances over the love, only because based on my my personal experience, not television, my personal experience. My personal experience in regarding to love, I'm 44 years old. I'm a black woman, a mother of two beautiful young men, um, ages 23 and 17. I have never been in love, okay? So I have loved, I have cared about, never been in love. Um, I, but you I, want I, I have I have friends, you know, I do, and I care about my friends, you know, um, my male friends, I, you know, so it's not, but I've never been in love, so I don't know what that looks like, um, but so uh, you can't miss what you never had, you get what I'm saying, I haven't met a man that sparks my, in- well, I said that, I didn't have like little crushes, ooh, I got a crush on him, I got a crush on him, but you know, I, I'm an analyzer too, I analyze, I analyze in my profession. You know, so I analyze things a lot. So, you know, as an analyzing situation, I, I would not want to proceed in that area whatsoever. But gotcha. But you can't you you can't miss what you never had. But you have to work for what you want. That's the thing. But you can't. You, you I like, mean, you have you, to work for what it is that you, you want. No, would you understand? Let me tell you something. I met in um. Call, I don't want to just call you caller. Caller two one four. Do you have a nickname you want to you know um, introduce yourself as? Caller, Think we'll of a nickname. By, we'll go by. We'll go by caller. <laughs> you went by caller. So we don't say caller. Like I, I met uh, like a, a, like was it two weeks ago or something like that. My Lyft driver, his name I will never forget. His name is um, Darius, and Darius he taught he was. Speaking to me about the flow of energy. You you ever you know meet people or a situation and a flow of energy is going one way, right? If you try okay. to force it to go another way, whether it's with a person or a job, say you're trying to get that job, you're trying to get that person, and you have to kind of um, work harder to get that person or that job, um, um, it's kind of going against the flow of of that present nature. Even though you get it, once you get it, there's going to be more. There's going to be more um, negative flow of energy. Do you understand? So that you got to overcome because it really wasn't meant for you, but you were trying to force it. But things when you things just flow with the flow flow of nature. So like when I meet a guy and things are flowing and he's not being really up forthcoming about himself, whatever, in the conversation, or you ask a question, it's like dead-ass silence or one, two-word answers, that's not going with the flow. You're making me, like, work extra hard, and I don't want to do that to get to know you. If you're in a space for me to get to know you, you're going to be open. You're going to be open. You're going to be transparent. You're going to be open book because you're in the same space but, I am. It, it, so it sounds that, like that. I'm not that this working is a- that guy. Yeah, but it sounds like you're a flight risk already. Like, you know, a guy can sense that. So the thing is, it's like, why would they go ahead and invest that? I mean, but the thing is, what I'm saying is, if you have that, I mean, about the whole thing, as far as love, what would you rather have? The the key is love, and that's the major investment. Because the thing is, you can be hurt just as more, um, should I say, if you go into a relationship and it's all about money, 
and that person comes to the table with little and you come with to the table with more and you're making a lot of money and making a lot of money and all of a sudden that person takes everything from you. You hurt just as more through those finances than you could be with someone that actually loved you, uh, 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 you know, emotionally. That's why you deal but, with the mutual investments. You usually invest. So my thing is, no, I don't know that shit about the whole love thing because I've not never been there. I've not experienced it, so I have no no fucking knowledge about that. Your, but but the, whole, but the whole mutual investment, you know what I'm saying? If we're going to in, if we're going to mutually invest into this company, or we're going to mutually invest into this, we're going to um, mutually invest. That makes sense to me. I don't understand why that doesn't make sense to anybody else, but. You know, that's just my, that was my answer. Okay. That's you know, right wrong, right Yeah, okay. Well, it, it was it was good. I I, I, I tuned in. I, I, I've been enjoying <laughs> the show, so good luck to you all. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would love to. You the show, and you call me a flight risk. I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a flight risk. I, I just, I, you know. I, I, I apologize, but then again, I don't. <laughs> it's Stay <laughs> Radio. It's Stay Radio. It's Stay I, I know you said not to be. It's not censored, but I, 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 I'm trying to censor it as much as I can. And, and good luck to you going forward. But I'm just saying, like the thing is, you sound like a very intelligent person. But the thing is, it's just it's like already you got one foot in and one foot out. And, and so if a guy is interested, he's going to try as much as he can. But you're already giving the notion that you know what, I'm very disinterested already. Well, I call that pre-bitching. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to tell you why I call that pre-bitching. Pre-bitching is just like you start formulating um, 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 summaries before you know all the facts. So my thing is, and before you start anticipating what my reaction is going to be, well, what you know, you got to do it first. So, like, but my thing is I don't get approached by any guy. No, I don't get approached by any men. My phone does not ring at all. So I don't get approached by any man. So a lot of guys have that the thing like, oh, I'm not going to talk to her because I anticipate her to be doing this. Then you anticipate you're like pre-bitching. You're trying to analyze what I do before I do it. That's unfair. Then if you do it, then I react that way. You make an assessment. Do you have that look? Because the thing is, like I said, even though you sound very intelligent, the thing is, do you have that look as a guy approach you and walking towards you? You may not. You may be so used to it. You got to have a color look. I got to have a look. I got to be me, be Sandy look. <laughs> <laughs> or, if you, yeah. or do you have that I'm going to beat you up look if you, you try to talk to me? <laughs> no, I'm going to get it. No, I got to. No, I, I got a I'm a be me, be Sandy look. I want you to be a B caller look. They, you ain't got to alter, you know what? And no, I, that alter yourself. And if that's, then that person's not for me. If my look intimidates you, then you need to intimidate your ass right the motherfucking dope. I just. No, no, because, not. hold on, because sometimes 
sometimes we can have a look that makes us appear to be unapproachable. And you don't even realize that you have that look. Like I have a friend, she has resting bitch face. She don't mean to have resting bitch face. That's just how her face looks, okay? But when you actually get a chance to talk to her, she is the sweetest little thing, and she's funny. So, but okay. it's, it's her her look. What? I normally would disagree with that, but I do agree with that because Gabrielle Union's <laughs> baby and Dwayne Wade's baby got that, that, that don't fuck with me kind of look. That little baby do have but she's cute. <laughs> she ain't got time for the, she don't have time for the shit and all the shenanigans that her mama and daddy be doing, that baby ain't got time. But no, seriously, you can you can appear to be unapproachable, and, and your look of being unapproachable could be your normal, regular look, and you thinking that you're fine, but you might have so much on your mind that you just, you don't even know. You don't know that your face looks like that. You don't know that your disposition is tight. Well, you you don't work. recognize that's that about yourself. Personally, huh? I think that is too much work. And that man that's gets not intimidated and he feels... If he feels that I'm unapproachable, then he is not the one for me. That's why I said with Derrick J, I think with the whole masculine and unmasculine men out here, I don't know what it is about, you know, they're 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 whole. That doesn't make a man masculine because, but that doesn't make a man not masculine because he doesn't want to approach you. It just might make him a man that say she look like she might come with a lot of bullshit and drama, and I don't want to deal with it. That's exactly. that. Well, then you know what? Look. That's fine. But you know what? Then they end up they end up with women that give them a lot of bullshit and drama. And I'm looking at them, you stupid ass. Well, that's you know because what I'm saying? So that I mean, bullshit was approachable. <laughs> that bullshit was approachable and tolerable. Then, you know what? That's what they get. So if I am looking, <laughs> if I'm willing to look at myself and make a change, and then I think every individual, man, woman, no matter race. They are, look at themselves, and not prejudge somebody. If I'm going to get to know someone, I'm going to step outside of my box as an individual, as Sandy, as Miss Sandy, step outside of my box. If you see someone that don't prejudge them based on whatever their facial expression is, whatever their hair is, whatever their race is, hey, how are you? That's how it starts. With Sandy. You, hold on now, that's hypocritical, but hold on, no, it is a but, because that's kind of hypocritical, because you don't want anyone to judge you for how you look and how you come off, but in the same, the next breath, you talk about how men are not masculine, how you, how they, uh, they're, what you call pre-bitches, and how you got to son them, and all of that stuff, and you just as much as you know just as much about them as they know about you. So you can't expect for some... Let me tell you something. Nicole, let me tell you something. This is the caller who said this. He said, it seems like you got one foot in and one foot out the door already, right? And he said, you have that impression, but your impression is wrong because of whatever you think your assessment is. So I'm, all I'm saying is to the caller, to every, whatever your self-assessment is, disregard that and just approach the person. Say hi. Well, How are you? you? That is all. Well, as far as that demasculating, I'm not, not demasculating. Like, 
I'm willing to get to know. Like, I stopped seeing the guy because he would go out want to spend money and this and that, but I realized because I'm a social butterfly, I like to talk and everything. I'm like, he's not really telling me anything about himself. Sandy, shut up. Let's figure out some things about him. So I started getting, well, like, you know, what, you know, asking you more questions about him. He got guarded. He says, I don't like to talk about myself. But you know how many you know how many women say they're turned off about guys who are always talking about themselves because so guys sometimes sit back and want to hear more about you as a woman because there are so many women that he talked about himself that lets me know that he's selfish. So that 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 a lot of men throw because women we don't know what we want. Let's just be. Let's just say that we we say we want one thing, and then when we get it, then we have a problem with it, and then when we don't get it, we have a problem with not getting it. So just, let's just be clear. We don't know what the that. hell we want. I had a friend just tell me that, and he was just saying like, I talked to this girl, everything was going fine, and then at the end of the day, she just said I had the impression that she, she I gave her the impression that I was selfish, and she he was like, I was just giving you. Uh, 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 just giving you, letting you feel, feeling you out of who I am and what I do in life and what I can do. And if we came together, what we could do, and out of all of that, you got that I was a selfish person and you didn't think that you could be with me, but you were sex, that you were attracted to me, and then you were sexually attracted to me, but you couldn't be with me because you felt like I had some kind of selfishness to me by all the things I told you. And I'm like, as a man to myself, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, bro. Like she felt like I was talking too much about myself, and I was like, I was trying to let her know, like you know, you saying what you haven't experienced and what you haven't had, that I'm man enough that you don't have to worry about that. I can take care of this. I can do this. I can do that. And out of all that, she got that I was a selfish individual. Wow, the disconnect is real. Yeah, the it disconnect is. is real. I don't, I don't. Yeah, the disconnect is real, and I don't know. How to he was, he was basically the only trying to I can... a security blanket, but not trying to go be so over the top. But he was just letting her know all the stuff that she was saying about herself. He's like, talk more about yourself. And she's like, no, I want to know more about you. So then you like, he's like, bro, she asked me about me. So I told her about me enough stuff to say, look, I can be your security blanket. And so after telling her that, it's like she got a bad vibe that I can be selfish, and then that means that he can become controlling. I was like, what? How did she get all of that out of that, bro? And he was, well, he, he, was yeah. he really liked it, though. He really liked it. The thing is he hadn't dated in a while. But he like, man, this just, right. I, I, you know, I, I don't even want to even date no more, man, because I was really digging your uh, 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 oh, girl, man. You know, we got three minutes left in the show. You know, the disconnect is real. State radio, uh, you know, the, the communication barrier is vital. It's vital. And all I can say is the takeaway, do not prejudge. You know, go after what you want, whether it's your career, whether it's the individual. Go after what you want. And start with saying, you know, as a person, say, hi, how are you? And go from there. And don't prejudge. We're not going to prejudge, pre-bitching. You start bitching before you know all the facts. We're not going to do that. Say it, radio. Thank you, Carla, for calling in. We had a great show. Um, tune in Monday. Uh, we got Say It Radio with Slida, Nicole, um, me, myself, uh, Miss Sandy, 
and we're gonna um um you know wish everyone a great weekend, safe weekend, and we'll be out. All right. All right. Yeah. I Tell me your mind just say it. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topic. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it. 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 Just say it.